Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, well, you asked, numbers. Exactly. Maybe five, maybe six, maybe four. I honestly don't know. I don't know either. But it's well, you asked once again. It's where we give you advice. It might not be good advice, but... It's advice nonetheless. Good advice from bad people. Bad advice from good people. It really just depends which way you slice it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, I want to give a huge thank you to our patrons, Aiden, Olivia, Liz, Serena, and Amanda. Thank you so much for supporting I Can Explain podcast and to all of our other patrons. We appreciate you. If you want to become a patron, get extra bonus episodes. Um, there's three up there already. There might be for soon because if we do extra advice questions right right yes. that would be a good one to do so maybe we'll answer more advice questions on a bonus episode um coming up in the next week or so and um there's also a discord where you can all chat with one another about the episodes and everything else I'll do and us you. we're there too and us yeah we're, no <laughs> yeah. we're there we're, we're just chatting. chat amongst yourselves Ch- chat amongst yourselves or about us yeah Whoa. talk shit about <gasps> us talk and then shit we can about see us. it roast us <laughs> yeah roast us on the episodes we're so still we doing a roast coming up soon yes we I've, time to write that. Down. I've been thinking about my roasts for you. Have you? It, it, it freely flows. Yeah. It's like you could just almost like, what's it called when you like rap? Yeah, freestyle rap. I, could freestyle, freestyle roast. I could freestyle roast you any day. You basically do that every podcast. Absolutely. So. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, make sure to check out the Patreon if you want. You can go to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and click the link in the bio. There's our Patreon right there. There's our merch right there. You can also find us personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe, share with your friends. Find us on TikTok, I Can Explain Podcast, at Brian Williamson. There's so much going on. We tell people to share with your enemies sometimes, and I feel mm. like that's not happening enough. I know. I, I would love to know who has shared with their with enemy. Their enemy. Yeah. Like, just, like, the person you can't stand the most. Just randomly send tag, them. Tag them. This, tag Absolutely. them under our podcast. Yeah. And with no explanation. None. None whatsoever. Yeah. And when they ask, haha, what's this? Or like, what's this? Or like, why are you talking to me? Don't respond. Don't. And we'll, we'll respond. We'll Who's this? Yeah. <laughs> Send us their information and we will DM them <laughs> yeah. and say, hi. Unfollow us. We're your worst nightmare. Yeah. Okay, well, now Now the plan's in motion. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're going to be giving some advice. So, as always, um, if you want to ever get in on these advice uh, episodes or Q&A episodes, it's over on our Instagram. So, we posted a little little question box as well as told you to slide into our DMs. And we're looking for some specific advice. This is very specific. Specifics is where we specifically Mm -hmm. get into the specifics of your specific questions. Specifically me and Bree. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And we answer that. Yeah. Unlike the unspecific questions, Q and gay. Which are more unspecifically not specific. That's where we fight about foods, um, clothing, really anything. anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so here we go. First question. Um, Hi, I've discovered your podcast quite recently and I love it so far. I first of all love that. I love so the far. so far. I love the one. It leaves wiggle room, which I really do appreciate. <laughs> they're not, you know, they're not locking themselves in yet. So far. So far. Which is which is fair. Because we will fuck it up. We have and we will do it again. <laughs> you know, like they don't want to just say like I love it because no. they haven't listened to all of it. They're still like getting their feet wet. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Good for them. Okay. Loving, uh, loving this uh question so far. They do say that their friend introduced them, so I'm wondering if, if they are We're actually enemies. enemies. 
perhaps. Maybe they this brought them friends. together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Bringing enemies together since never. <laughs> um, okay. They said, I have a question for your next. Well, you asked. Um, I'm in high school. Oh, my God. Wait. My girlfriend just texted me and said, baby, I miss you so much and I'm needy. <laughs> That is so cute. Uh, Okay. Aww. Okay, anyways. This person said, I'm in high school. Uh, I have a friend who is bisexual, and I am currently questioning my sexuality. I have grown very close to this friend, and a few months ago, she told me she had a crush on a girl. However, she doesn't know that I have liked the same girl for the past maybe two and a half years. She was the reason why I started to question. Mm. But I have just kept it to myself. I feel like an awful friend because I'm keeping the fact that I like the same person as her from her. But then I also feel like I shouldn't feel bad as I can have my own feelings. Do you have any advice? That's a good one. That's a really good question. Yeah. Because I feel like there is... layers. There's layers. And I also feel like there is this limbo period when you're first... um, Here's how I can relate to this question. When I was first figuring out my sexuality, I had brought up that I liked kissing girls or whatever, but, like, tried to make it just kind of light to yeah. friends of mine. Like, specifically, I had a lot of guy I like friends. kissing girls lightly. Yeah, just Very lightly. Softly. Softly yeah. on the lips. Yeah, exactly. Not, like, too gay, you know? <laughs> like, light. Gay light. <laughs> just a touch of Just, it's really fast. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, it was me testing the waters because I didn't want to make it sound too deep. Like, I wasn't even ready to acknowledge that it was deeper than that. Yeah. So I kind of would just say to, like, my guy friends, like, oh, yeah, I think that girl's hot. But that's because girls can tell when other girls are hot. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, things like that. Um and there was this one girl that I had uh, made out with on a couple occasions, and I, like, totally had a crush on her, especially looking back even more so, like, acknowledging that now in my own knowledge of my own sexuality. Yeah. And one of my guy friends, um, at, like, the next weekend's party, we were going, and I was, like, all excited because I thought I was going to make out with this girl again and totally hyped this up in my brain. Um, one of my guy friends ended up making out with her at the party. Uh-huh. Which, again, he wasn't doing anything wrong because I had definitely sold my interactions with other girls as, like, something that was, like, whatever. Yeah, very like, light. Oh, I totally like guys. I'm going to marry a guy. But, like, yeah, every once in a while I like to kiss girls. Yeah, or, like, I I'm going to marry hot. a guy, but, like, sometimes I finger boss. But... <laughs> but lightly it's very light (laughs) soft 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 finger finger uh, blast might be the wrong word (laughs) oh my god Um, finger caress if you will Um, so I couldn't be mad at him because obviously like what would I be mad about like I wasn't dating this girl I hadn't voiced that I liked her or anything like that but it hurt it hurt like watching someone I really cared about kissing someone else like I was like broken up about it like I was really upset but then it felt very isolating because I was like I can't tell anyone how upset I am because I'm even scared about how upset I am to myself and so I can relate with this situation because when you're in that kind of limbo of figuring out your own sexuality you don't even know what to voice to other people because you don't even know what you would say You, you haven't even figured it out for yourself um 
So it's scary to put your own emotions out there. But unfortunately, what comes with that is people can only work off and respect what you communicate with them. So you can't, and I'm not saying this person saying suggesting that they would, get upset if your friend were to date this girl yeah. or like this girl or do something else, or make out with this girl, whatever it is, because you haven't communicated that and your friend isn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, they can only work with the information they've been presented with. Yeah, but at the same time, you your feelings to like this girl are completely valid also, and you don't have to give that information to your friend. Like, sh- this person's completely right in knowing that uh, they don't owe that to anybody. And But my suggestion, if I were to give advice, and it might be bad that advice. That is actually what it, yep, okay, check, that's bad what advice. This, that's they, what this uh, is. Asking for advice, yep, check. Uh, bad advice from you, yep, check. Check. Yeah, free to move on. Correct. <laughs> my advice would be to... If you think this person, you're re- sounds like they're really close to them and they're connected to them and they're talking about that person's sexuality with them, seems like a safe space. Um, if you feel that about this person, I would tell them yeah. only because... The friend. The friend. Oh, yes. I would tell the friend that you also like that person and how long it's been only because the world of LGBTQ plus stuff yeah. is very small so tiny so tiny and i would say more times than not assuming this other girl that you both have a crush on is also in potentially lgbtq plus one of you is gonna fuck one of you is gonna <laughs> do something and then yeah. once that happens it's gonna be way harder to communicate your feelings it's gonna feel like you're invading on them dating them or you're invading on them whatever or let's say eventually you do want it like maybe this girl likes you back and you do want to pursue something well your friend's gonna feel like you came out of left field came out of left field and this comes out of nowhere why are you trying to steal this person when you from know me that i like, felt whatever. this way yes yeah so i think while it's still totally neutral in the sense of neither of you are dating this person or flirting with this person or hooking up with this person get it all out there now and, and then you can then compete <laughs> <laughs> and then you can communicate about how you want to be open about communication and navigate that moving yeah. forward if this girl ends up being interested in one of you I agree yeah. I can relate to this because they're one of my friends uh, when I first came out had a friend that I had a crush on and I they they were also gay, yeah. but had no interest in me. <laughs> right. And I hadn't communicated to anybody that mm-hmm. I had interest in this person. And I remember we were probably freshly 19. We were out at the bar, and he verbally expressed interest in my friend. Oh. Who they didn't know that I had feelings for this person, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And my friend was like, ew, no. Um, and I was like, but I would do anything. <laughs> You're like, but me. I was here. like, I'm just a hole. <laughs> um, so, but I had weird, I was, I had this weird feeling floating over me about I was almost annoyed at my friend and I was almost annoyed at this other person. Right. And I didn't have a right to be any of those things because I hadn't expressed any of this to anybody. But, um, yeah. Yeah, and I do think sometimes uh, when you do acknowledge that you have Mm -hmm. feelings for the same person, there can be, I joked about it, but there can be some weird competition Mm -hmm. and things like that. But that could still happen if you don't say anything. Yeah, and then it's just going to seem shady. Like you said, like they're coming from left field all of a sudden. Oh, wait, what? You made out with her? You've never expressed interest in her. And I've been telling you for six months that I'm into her. So this feels kind of shady. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I honestly think that 
especially if you are close with this other person, it can almost be a like a bonding thing. Yes. Because you can joke about the fact that you both have a crush on the mm-hmm. same person. You can talk about other people that you're crushing on. You know, yep. it kind of breaks down a wall in your friendship. Totally. Um, to know that you're both comfortable talking mm-hmm. about those things with each other. Yeah. And that can, I think besides this person, mm-hmm. can grow your friendship as well. Totally. And just to tie it all together, the great thing about this scenario is in no way do you have to be certain about your sexuality, do you have to explain your sexuality, label your sexuality, any of the above. You can just say, hey, still haven't totally figured it out, but I also, I've been nervous about telling you, but I also actually, for the last two years, what started making me question about my sexuality, just like you explained to us, say is the fact that I have a crush on this girl. Yeah. You know, and I really consider you a close friend, so I really, you know, I wanted to open communication about that because I don't want you in any way to feel like I'm not being honest with you or open with you in the same way you have been with me. Yeah, and having an open and honest friendship with this person that you clearly care about as a friend Mm -hmm. is honestly probably much more rewarding than dating this person or fucking this other person anyways. And also, we've talked about it many a times, but friendships last so long, much longer than young queer relationships. Yeah, so... And I always get, after I say something like that, I always get some DMs uh, on either I can explain or personally that are like, I've been with my partner since we were 14. I'm like, good for you, but you're the stand Yeah, we're not like, talking you know, about you. Keep we're not moving. Talking about <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing it. Good for you. Hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention. And it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app, and it's an amazing value. The Lifetime membership has all 25 languages, so you don't have to stop at one. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Okay, next question. Hey, so pumped for the advice episode. You you might take that back. Here we go. Yeah, let's do this. (laughs) Here goes my little dilemma. My girlfriend and I had a threesome with my best friend. Ooh, twice. Ooh, spicier. (laughs) So the question is, how do I go back to being strictly friendly with the bestie without the whole thing being messy or awkward? P.S. Love you guys. Well, Thank you. First of I all. mean, I feel like honestly, I love you too, but that's something you should have thought about before you did it twice, right? Like, yes and no. Really? I think we might differ on this. Like, what do you mean? Like, to me, if I was going to have a threesome with a best friend, not even just a threesome with like a random person, but someone that yeah. I know is going to be a um, consistent in our lives, yeah. or hopefully a consistent in our lives, and everyone knows 
when you bring in a third, there's potential that it could get messy or awkward, especially when it's someone who you're both close to. Yeah. So, like, to me, even if it wasn't a conversation before the first time, it would have been a figure that out before the second. Yeah. Right? Well, yes and no. Okay. I think there's I, po- your, your I think there's thoughts. positives and negatives about choosing a stranger to have a threesome with and okay. choosing a friend to have a threesome with. Okay. Because there are some friends that I know I could just have a threesome with and we would still just vibe. They wouldn't be we'd coming be for friends. my partner. That's yeah. just that. Yeah. I genuinely yeah, I could no, think totally. of friends right now. Yeah. Be like, yeah, that person I could fuck with mm-hmm. my partner and we could not have any weirdness after. Right. None. Okay. They yeah. don't care about trying to date me or my partner. Yeah. They're not trying to, you know? That must be nice. I can't think of one. I could fuck you and Julia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's maybe a little different. I was thinking other women. I have women. no interest in you. <laughs> you would have no interest the in all time it was happening. The offer is exactly. And I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just miserable the whole time. Um, but... I would assume okay. that there was maybe some spontaneity okay. to this. Got it. You know, yes. I yeah. I would assume if it's maybe happened twice, they weren't thinking, hey, let's plan a threesome with this friend. Right. Because then if that conversation had happened, mm-hmm. you would assume you would talk about, hey, it's a friend. Maybe yeah, that might not be the best idea or there's going to be layers so it was like to it. a couple of spontaneous I could moments. be wrong, but I think it must yeah. have had some spontaneity to right. it. Right. Um, how you move forward yeah. <laughs> is obviously the question uh, itself. I think it depends. You could, once again, maybe you got lucky yeah. and hooked up with a friend like some of the friends that yeah. I have that it won't really be an issue. Yeah. Because as... As queer, Wait, you've had threesomes with friends? no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. But once again, I do have friends. I was like, that I, this needs to be a topic. No, I haven't even had a threesome. I did start one in a bathroom at an after party, and then, you skipped. And then I got, I was kind of stressed about, mm-hmm. um, about the whole thing. Yeah. And then I stopped, and then one of the friends that I could have a threesome with, and it would be fine, actually finished the threesome. Oh, yeah. Love I kind of tagged them in. Tag team, yeah. Yeah. Like that. Um, I did, however, I mean that maybe that's a bad story. <laughs> <laughs> process that for a minute <laughs> i did hook up with one of my friend's partners that they were kind of dating but not really and i did spontaneously hook up with them and i was like i'm so sorry and they were like it's fine it's you know what happened it was, wait what you yeah. knew this was your friend's partner they weren't really dating like it wasn't ever like they were <laughs> i would kill you i would literally kill you Crush Sean around nobody. This was, it was fine. Anyways, <laughs> I think I, I, you need to tell me this when we're not. Maybe white. I'll, maybe I'll bring this uh, as a Patreon exclusive. Oh, okay. Patreon exclusive. Because it story. honestly is not as bad as it sounds. I promise but you. But I need the Patreon. Um, but it, it requires a little bit more explanation. And I don't really care to get into that right now. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Patreon bonus episode coming your way. Yeah. Um. So how do you move forward? Uh, if you are lucky, hopefully you have. It is with a friend that you can have an open and honest conversation yeah. with. It's one of those things that I almost don't know if you need to address unless things start getting weird. Okay. If you're if you're hanging out with them, uh-huh. or I don't know, is this question saying that they want to stop having threesomes See, with them? This is the issue for me. Where does if it stop? I th- yes, if I, I think the answer is if they think that it's not weird right now and they 
fully intend there's no way it's going to happen again, right. then just don't bring it up. Because, okay, haha, that was fun. Okay, yeah. move on. But if you think this is going to be a continuous thing that, I don't know if it's spontaneity when you guys just happen to be watching movies, maybe you're having some drinks and it happens, whatever it may be. Yeah. If that's the case... You need to have a communication about it. What are you gonna fuck your best friend? When does it stop? Every time you and your partner go out with your best friend, are you guys the three of you are gonna fuck and you're never gonna have an adult conversation? This about is what stressing that means? you out, isn't it? This is stressing yeah, me I out. I can sense it. Um, I think have an open and honest conversation. That's then. what I mean. I like would adults say having communication. Yeah, and like uh, I think that is some of the beauty of having sex with your friend. Yeah, <laughs> is they. You already, I would assume, have some lanes of communication, you know? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to put that on your merch. The beauty of having sex with Listen, your that's the beauty of fucking <laughs> your friends. <laughs> I, I, I think most friends have some f- form of communication. Yes. You know, you've probably had some tough conversations or deeper conversations. Yeah. I would honestly just say, hey, like, that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. It was nice spending yeah. time with you intimately. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't want to make this a regular thing. I think it could get messy. I think there are more layers to it. Um, I would just like to end it. I hope yeah. you know that it was, you know, we had a great time. It was yeah. fun. All parties enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the end of the role. Right. Yeah. No? No, I agree. I agree with that. Okay. I just think that there needs to be a communication of some sort. Because if they're already, like, the question is without this being... Put it this way. My mindset is, like, if this person's asking this question... That's where their head's going. That's where their head's going. Yeah. Because if you were certain that like with whatever friends you fuck um <laughs> that, listen <laughs> that it's not gonna get messy or awkward then that wouldn't be a me- mental yes 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 yes, yes i agree you wouldn't be asking the question if you if you're like i'm so certain that my friend you're is correct. so not like awkward you're or messy about no, it. you're right you're right you're right i would yeah i would honestly just say hey um i think also as queer people mm-hmm. we have a different understanding of sex. Yeah, totally. Sex and relationships and all these things uh, are easier to talk about for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> have a different significance for different people. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're uh, constantly used to being so sexualized that those conversations can happen yeah, quicker that's true. and easier. So, yeah, yeah, I would just say, hey... Um, that was fun. It was nice to like try hey, that bud, out. Hey, bud, remember when I fucked you? Hey, yeah. here's the thing. I ate your ass out. And <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. But now I just want to eat my partner's ass out. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Restaurant's closed. Yeah. <laughs> your ass is off the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Say it exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> like no, because that sounded like it was still, you know. Oh. Your ass is off the menu, but we're open late. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll be reopening yeah. soon. We're going in a quick shutdown. You, you but... bribe the chef. <laughs> God. Okay. Well, we know when I show up fetishes, it's apparently the restaurant Line industry. <laughs> Okay. Uh, This person asked, they said, my mom is extremely homophobic. My dad is the complete opposite and is really accepting. I feel much more comfortable coming out to him first, but how do I do this without making my mom feel left out when I eventually tell her? Or should I just bite the bullet and tell them both together? My my opinion on this is talk to your dad first, because if you know your mom is outwardly homophobic... um, which they went into some more details that I didn't read, but things that their mom has said. Right. Um, I don't know if that's 
necessarily even a safe space for you. I think there's this weird aspect with being queer and coming out that makes you feel a certain amount of guilt of the order that you tell people in and when you tell people, which is so unfair to put on yourself. Um, I remember even my mom saying like an offhanded comment after I had come out like a year after I said something about uh, she, she was like, oh, well, you weren't out then. I was like, oh, well, I was out to all my friends. And she said something like, oh, so like basically everyone but us now kind of thing. Yes. And I was like, correct. correct. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is correct. Yeah. I went down the list and every other person every actually, I'm checking out. Postman, <laughs> 7-Eleven clerk close to us. Yes. Everybody. I made, I specifically made, <laughs> made sure, sure everybody knew. But there's, we were all in on it. You know, and that's the thing. There's different reasons for not telling different people at different times or in different orders at different capacities because it couldn't doesn't necessarily always mean that you think that people are going to react worse it could mean that you think that people your age might be more understanding or you could care more about certain people's response or certain people's response could have a greater effect on your life or could be potentially unsafe like there's all these different weights that us as queer people are putting on our own shoulders yeah. of figuring out the right time and how to do it and who to do it to and when to do it and you need to rid yourself of that like i think the first thing that you should be thinking about when you're coming out is how can I do it in a way that feels the most safe and comfortable for me? And if that means just sitting down and talking to your dad and saying, hey, the reason I'm just talking to you and not mom as well is because I've heard mom say X, Y, Z, and it made me feel uncomfortable. So I and I know that you are very different in your opinions. So I feel safer coming to you first. That was exactly what I was going to say. I think that a lot of it does come down to safety. And at the end of the day, it comes down to your comfort. Yeah. Totally. Who are you more comfortable talking to? Obviously, from this message, mm -hmm. I will assume your dad. Yeah. And I do think um, part of something that we do as queer people when coming out is we give things a lot of thought. Yeah. And I think you are giving more thought to your mother's feelings in yeah. this situation than your mom is giving to her kids feelings I read this one so I know yeah. what has been said um, your mom is giving less thought to her children's potential mm -hmm. feelings by saying these things yeah. that could offend her queer children Yeah, you totally. know so I think talking to your dad is probably mm -hmm. a very good strategy mm -hmm. and I think some of the beauty of talking to one parent mm -hmm. is your dad is married to your mom. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you can say, I'm not comfortable because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Is there a way that you can help me? Or is yeah. there, you know, is there some something we can do to bridge the gap? Totally. The, your dad, I would assume, knows her better than anyone. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a very good place to start. I agree. Yeah. And I also think um, if you get any backlash from that, like if there's any making you feel guilty for not doing it at the same time, I would just very, like, unemotionally just say like keep it to facts and yeah. just say I've heard you say this before and this before yeah. and because of that I did not feel comfortable coming to you first that's that's so fair uh, if you're going to if you're going to present the receipts you can't really do much <laughs> remember this time that you said this Yeah. that's why I didn't choose to come out to you first yeah exactly yeah. and that's is and what that's it is that's the reality also that's like the reality that they've created so, exactly that's not you know. on you and that's what oh, queer people in general that's what we do a lot unfortunately is put things on ourselves to yeah. make other people feel comfortable yeah and that takes a lot of unlearning and growing and feeling proud of who you are. And I know you're just at the beginning of that process. So, like, I'm proud of you. 
but don't feel like you have to make anyone else feel like you did it the right way. Yeah, and also you. I, you said, should I bite the bullet and tell them both? You don't have to be biting a bullet. It's, no. it's going to be probably, I would assume, difficult enough to have that conversation with somebody that you feel is accepting yeah. who is your dad. So don't put the Anything pressure on yourself to, yeah. you know, rip the Band-Aid all at once. No. You can approach things the way that you feel safest. Stepping stones. Yes. Okay. Love that. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Hey, Gabers. We're just going to take a quick break to tell you about one of our amazing sponsors, Care Of. I personally have been loving Care Of because it's helped me get back in the routine of putting my health first in a super easy and convenient way. So if you head to TakeCareOf.com, you take their online quiz and it has all sorts of questions about your diet and your lifestyle and your wellness goals. And it's going to give you a personally tailored vitamin plan for your unique health needs. Even better, these vitamins are going to arrive to your door with a contactless delivery. Um, they're individually wrapped for daily vitamins. So again, so easy to get into routine every day. You have your individual little packet. You take those so easy. I really like that these packets are compostable. So you get to focus on your health while practicing a more eco-friendly mindset. If you want to try care of, you can get 50% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and entering code explain 50. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code EXPLAIN50. Thank you so much to Care Of for sponsoring this podcast and, you know, supporting us and our queer content. We love them. Thanks so much. Hi. Hi. I found your podcast this year and it has helped me through so much of quarantine. I got out of an emotionally toxic relationship and have done so much to reshape my life. That's cool. Oh my God. That's so awesome. I, I literally almost that. just teared up there. That is so sweet. That's so sweet. Um, recently, I started casually seeing this girl and out of nowhere, she did a 180 on her feelings and no longer wants anything. We are in the same friend group and are on the same team. I'm assuming sports team. No, they're both lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> For the same Stupid. Team. <laughs> How do I move on from my feelings for her and continue with a friendship? Tough. Tough. First of all, I'm just like, when people say things that we have helped them in any way, so it's like, nice. I genuinely, I know we talk a lot of fucking shit and mm-hmm. make a lot of jokes. I feel like so honored by that. No, I, same. Like, I feel f- very honored and humbled and just like, yeah, loud by the it. fact that we're just being two idiots having yeah. fun and, you know, trying to make a good community and yeah, talking yeah. about our own experiences and hoping that something might be relatable or helpful in some way. Yeah. So I'm glad it's that really you got cool. out of that relationship. Um, proud of you and glad we could help in any way yeah um how do you get over it (laughs) yeah this is tough this is so hard because uh i almost feel and i hate this this is like friend advice that i would give a friend and just be like honestly it might just suck until you find someone else yeah because like i've seen that happen with certain friends of mine where it's like they have a crush on a friend and it's like it's very hard like this person said, to be on the same team, same friend group, constantly around somebody without closure because it's not like you broke up, right? It's like you're kind of casually seeing someone and then they're just not into it anymore. Especially a 180. Yeah. And it doesn't like warrant like necessarily like a full in-depth conversation. Like in some cases I'd be like, 
have a big like talk it out have a big communication but i know like i'm a big like communication pusher on this but i'm also like you know maybe you went on a couple dates maybe you have like hooked up like does that necessarily need a big communication i don't know like sometimes things just don't work and people don't have to necessarily explain to you why they didn't they're just not that into it yeah and with that like i honestly it's shitty to say but like friend to friend advice is like sometimes you're just gonna crush on that person until one day you're either over it because that sounds silly but it does happen where you're just like oh i got the ick now i'm good or like oh i actually what i woke up today and for whatever reason i'm i'm just kind of not it that into it anymore i'm kind of exhausted by this yeah or you find someone else and then it, you kind of move on from it yeah because it's hard when someone's con- consistently present in your life that's it's it's really tough when you don't when you're not allowed because it's not even your choice Mm -hmm. when you're not allowed the breathing room or the processing space when you're on the same team and you have a crush on this person still and every time they're drinking water from their water bottle it's in slow motion and it's like (laughs) spilling on them and they're like sweating but in a hot way i get it i love that i'm sorry to bring this back for you (laughs) i'm like what is what is this podcast become yeah it's a fanfic now Spank bang for for everybody here. Um, so I do feel it, uh, and I have been in similar situations before, especially the 180, because you, I'm a psycho, and so is Brie, especially Brie. Um, in that you you just start you know you in any relationship even after a few dates you start like spiraling the thoughts in your head yeah what are our kids names gonna be what kind of fence are we gonna have mm-hmm. it's just like that's what especially you do because you, yeah. you're buying the house first date yeah so. I'm basically like right in it yeah um so it does suck that you don't have the breathing room or the the space to process that mm-hmm. um which I do think is a unique scenario <laughs> I yeah. don't think a lot of people are going through that. Um, but my thing, and I've said it before on this podcast is it, it's so much better when you are with somebody who wants to give you the attention and love you deserve. And I know that's not a, uh, that doesn't help you in any way, Yes. but just know that there is somebody that will not 180 their feelings for you. Right. So... Also, if this person's going to 180 their feelings for you, they probably weren't a great partner in the in the long haul. They anyways. just weren't that into it. Yeah. And that that's, that's that. And I've been there on the other side. I've gone totally. on a couple dates with someone and, and been flattering to them and tried hard to make the dates romantic and stuff. And yeah. then I'm just like, you know, I'm just not that into it. And when you're doing a couple dates, it's like, does that warrant a big conversation? Some people might feel so, but for me, I'm like, I've been on a couple dates with you. Like, we weren't committed. I'm just going to be like, hey, not really feeling it anymore. Yeah. You know? And uh, my other thing I will say is because you're not really uh, given the space, Mm -hmm. if you need the space, take it. Yeah, absolutely. If you're like, hey, I can't watch you fucking drink water in slow motion, (laughs) you know, or like... Say that you can't hang out with all these people or if it's going to be something that you know is going to make you uncomfortable, you're allowed to choose your own destiny in the time that you're spending with these people. So if you need to pull back for a little bit, you can do that. Yeah. That's, you're allowed. A (laughs) hundred percent. Okay. Next question. Oh, no. No, it's good. Oh, you gave me. I'm just laughing because I genuinely think we're going to get through four yeah, advice questions today. That's a lot. We got, is is we that did, a lot? We did well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ha, only us. But like, genuinely, that's the point of this. Well, 
will you ask? Because it's like, it's supposed to be us giving advice to friends. Yeah. It's just how it feels and like what we would say to friends. And I would never as a friend be like, here's a concise little two sentence answer. We can't be concise about I'd anything. I'd talk about it for days with friends. My friend can bring the smallest thing to me mm-hmm. and I'm canceling work this. for the day. <laughs> I'm, you know, yeah. setting up a meal. Yes. It's going to be a full thing. It's a full thing. Yeah. But again. And they're like, I just asked for your address. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if we didn't get to your question or if you're curious about all the other questions, we might even make this two bonus episodes on uh, Patreon because there's literally like <laughs> so many more questions. Yeah. We only got to four. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. Uh, so check out our Patreon linked in our Instagram bio that I can explain. But let's let's go ahead with this last one. How to ask your partner about trying new things in bed. My girlfriend is reluctant to try new things, and I've asked about sex toys, and she's not interested for herself, but would try something on me. Just not sure how to approach this conversation again, since it felt like the shut oh felt like a shut me down the first time. Any advice on bringing it up again or how to approach? There you have it. You, you love toys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like... I, toys on other people. Yeah, toys on other people. So I guess I'm coming from a place of, um, like, maybe what your partner's feeling. Like, I don't have any interest, really, in, like, you know, every once in a while. Once in a blue moon. You get penetrated. Yeah. yeah. Once once in a blue moon. Yeah. And it's, like, it's a special occasion, okay? Yeah. We're, yeah, we're rolling out A little the... special occasion penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's Christmas, Passover, (laughs) you know. And it's usually while I'm in the moment of having sex with my girlfriend, I'm like, you know, I'm actually kind of feeling like this, and I'll communicate that with her. And then she's like, oh, woohoo, like, okay. And that happens, maybe with a toy, maybe not, whatever. But, like, for me in general, I prefer, um, you know, whether it be oral or with her hands or whatever, body in general, when it's her... How do I explain this? Like you are sexual, using a lot of hand gestures. Sexual, and I know, and none I'm like, of how them do I say this verbally without it making it very like extraordinarily explicit? Do it. But like, yeah, like oral sex or like you know, not even fingering, like rubbing the clitoris. Yeah, quite rubbing. And like external things, tripping things like that. I prefer that with just her and her body that's how i am more comfortable that's how i enjoy it the most um but i do like using toys um and have basically my whole like sexual experiences career career, if you will um on other people and i think a big hurdle for some people that are not into toys might be the fear of not knowing how to properly use them. Right. So, in the same sense that your girlfriend said she wasn't interested in herself, but she'd be willing to use them on you, to me, and I understand that those these conversations are sensitive and kind of like can feel like you're being brave when you're bringing something up. Um, so, to you, you're valid in feeling like it was a shutdown. Yeah. But to me, that's not a shutdown. To me, that's just a, hey, it's a, hey, yeah, I'm not into it, but if you want to, I can use it on you. So, to me, that feels like a ball's in your court. I agree. I also think that, I, I think part of it can feel like a shutdown. Right, yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe that also is uh, 
for me as somebody I could see myself using the same language, Mm -hmm. maybe they also don't want to completely pass over the control of it. Right. You know, using toys on someone else still gives them the control you know, yeah. they're not going to have the fucking wildest experience, but maybe they can still mm-hmm. uh, approach it in a way that is comfortable to them. Yeah, and I'm thinking with it, if someone, if I was someone who didn't have any experience using sex toys or was not interested in using sex toys on myself or with other people, and it was not something that, it just wouldn't be something that crossed my mind. Let's say that that's the situation for myself. If someone came to me and said, hey, I'm interested in using sex toys, and my communication was... I'm not interested as for you using them on me, but I'd be willing to use them on you. To me, that's then on that person to bring up what they want me to use on them, engage in, okay, I'm going to buy this. Would you be comfortable in, with this? Yeah. Oh, I'd like this to be used on me. Because you have to understand, if this person's not into sex toys, they maybe don't have any experience. What do you expect? That they're just going to go out and just buy a strap and right. like buckle up? Like They probably don't know what you would be interested in. Where do I start? Sex toy uh, websites in general, especially uh, so for queer much. women, are oh my God. so overwhelming. So for someone who's not interested in that in the first place and has not doesn't presumably maybe have experience with sex toys where to start what would my girlfriend be into i don't know like i think that's kind of in your hands to then rebring it up and just my suggestion would be to rearticulate hey i know that you don't want sex toys used on you that's totally cool yeah but if you're still open to using them on me i'm thinking about buying this would you be comfortable using this, this? is an avenue that i would like to explore yeah are you comfortable with that yeah like this is the toy that i would be interested in you yeah. using on and me. like start Start simple. Yeah. You know, maybe nothing battery operated or something (laughs) that maybe one battery, you don't need to plug it into like a, like an appliance. I will say this also as someone who has not used a strap on before, it can be overwhelming. I, yeah. So like if your partner is someone who does not have experience using a strap on, I would, I would start with a dildo. Yeah. Yeah. Start with a dildo, get them used to like just holding it with their hand and penetrating you that way it's also that is uh, an entirely especially for somebody who does not have a penis Mm -hmm. that is an entirely different way of moving your body so maybe it's like training it's like seriously there's like a learning curve (laughs) to using a strap on so start with something that is um maybe in a similar language to how you guys usually are intimate with totally because the thing is especially <laughs> if you want this to be an experience that like like clearly like this is something you're interested in because it's going to bring you pleasure which is fantastic and it's so great that you're openly communicating about this with your partner because you deserve that pleasure but you also want this to be a comfortable experience for your partner yeah. so that they hopefully want to do it more and if yeah, the so first time they're fumbling around with a fucking strap on and they need a manual we're maybe avoiding that like, like don't get the fucking <laughs> tongue master pussy exploder 5000 that had 12 tongues on a revolving windmill or the fucking d- dryer with the saddle you know maybe that's like, for a yeah, few yeah, few sessions later stay, yeah stick to the basics yeah. Get them comfortable. Make sure they're comfortable. Keep communication really open about it. And then if you want to, you know, try other things, continue that communication. Because once you open that super high level of communication where it almost feels like you're over communicating, that's yeah. when you have really good sex. Yeah. Because you're literally making sure that everyone involved is obviously consensual. That's already been 
established but on top of consent comfortable enjoying themselves having pleasure because of it like that's mind-blowing sex and that all comes from you making sure that they're comfortable using the toy them making sure it's a toy you want them to use on you yeah great things but to me from the situation that they explained to me if i was your partner it would seem like balls in your court so i don't think it's a bad thing to rebring it up yeah and i would rebring it up with a more established like i wouldn't re-ask the question i mean we don't show up like hey i bought this yeah i would (laughs) i would like i would re-establish hey what i heard from you last time is you're not interested in in me using sex words on you but you are open to using them on me is that still the case yeah cool in that case i have this sex toy in my fucking Amazon cart (laughs) that I'm interested in would would you be down to try this out? Yeah, or like, hey, we have a 240 volt outlet we can (laughs) theoretically power the Pussy Blaster 9000 (laughs) If we go down to one of those Tesla parking spots (laughs) We can power using a supercharger (laughs) Oh my fucking god So yeah really cool of you to open that line of communication with your partner though and cool your partner to be open in what they want and what they don't want Yeah That's like the first place to start Agreed. Okay, with that, uh, wherever you're listening, please follow or subscribe. Also, make sure you're following us on social media on TikTok at I Can Explain and on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Oh, they're both I Can Explain Podcasts, yeah. right? Anyway, if you type in I Can Explain, it should come up, right? Yeah. Let's hope. I hope so. Um, and personally, at Sean Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And uh, until next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. And we'll see you later on Discord. Yeah. <laughs>